Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about imaginary beams of motion coming from people's eyes. Get ready for that. Where most of the lost luggage in the U.S. ends up and why it's a big deal that we discovered alternating sleep states in an octopus. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Do your eyes, you know, shoot out invisible beams that scan the world? I mean, if you asked a little kid how vision works, they might say yeah, or at least something along those lines. The funny thing is, ancient thinkers like Ptolemy and Galen thought the same thing. And a good number of college students who had just taken a psychology class also thought something along those lines, at least according to one study. Eyes shooting out invisible beams that scan the world is kind of the opposite of how it works. But the misconception is so common that some psychologists argue that our brains must be predisposed to thinking that way. In fact, there's some evidence that points in that direction. One study found that when people look at an image of someone gazing at an object, they're slower to recognize subtle movement between the person's eyes and that object, as if their brains were already visualizing movement in that direction. Another study found that seeing someone gaze at an object activated the same motion areas of the brain as actual motion does. According to that study, quote, it is as if the brain draws a quick visual sketch with moving arrows to help keep track of who is attending to what, end quote. And a new study now offers some real world evidence to back up these claims. For the study, Princeton researchers had volunteers look at a screen where two goofy cartoon faces were staring at a soccer ball sitting between them. The volunteers had to quickly say which face was paying more attention to the soccer ball. Complicating things slightly was the background, where a ton of tiny dots were moving at random. The faces were identical, so half the volunteers said the face on the left was paying better attention, and the other half said it was the face on the right. But that was just the beginning. See, the researchers made a few different versions of this little animation. It always looked like the dots were moving randomly, but sometimes the dots were very, very subtly moving in a specific direction. So subtly that the majority of the participants didn't consciously notice it. And that's where the results got interesting. It made no difference at all when the dots were moving from the ball toward one of the faces. But get this. When the dots were moving from one of the faces toward the ball, a majority of participants thought that person was paying closer attention. The difference wasn't huge, but it stuck out in the stats. A 56-44 split. Those results suggest that human brains are, in fact, predisposed to imagining sight as something that comes from the eye. Our brains might be using their own visual shorthand to keep track of everyone's attention. And we don't even know they're doing it. As more people get the COVID-19 vaccine, more people will be hopping on airplanes. And more people on planes means one thing. More lost luggage. Here's a story we remastered from 2018 that is nothing if not a curiosity. Has an airline ever lost your luggage? Not totally lost. They've, they've gotten it back to me pretty much every time. Well, have you ever been curious about what happens to unclaimed lost luggage? Yeah, I have. Believe it or not, most of it ends up in a massive thrift store. One massive thrift store? Yes. Wow. It is appropriately named the Unclaimed Baggage Center. 
in Scottsboro, Alabama. Amazing. Yeah. This story comes from almost 50 years ago. In 1970, a man named Doyle Owens headed to Washington, D.C. with a borrowed pickup truck and $300 in cash, and he picked up a load of unclaimed luggage from a Greyhound bus station, brought it home to sell on card tables in a rented old house, and it was a massive success. He and his family soon became the owners of what is still today the only lost luggage store in the United States. How can there only be one? That's amazing. I don't know. (laughs) But not all baggage ends up there. Airlines actually have a really lengthy process in place to reunite misplaced bags with their owners. There's a three-month tracing process, and after that, only about 7% of originally misplaced bags remain unclaimed. So at that point, the airline pays passengers an insurance claim on their lost bags, and the bags head to Alabama. And some of the weirdest stuff they found include a 40.95 carat natural emerald, natural emerald over 40 carats, a box of human ashes, and a 4,000-year-old mummified hawk. Jeez. Weird stuff. So those people lost their priceless heirlooms, and they just get an insurance payout, and then someone else gets to just buy these priceless heirlooms. I I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today, Doyle's son, Brian, runs the 40,000 square foot unclaimed baggage center, 40,000 square foot. And it's a popular tourist attraction with millions of visitors every year from across the country and abroad. One man's baggage is another man's treasure. That's right. We need to take a curiosity field trip. We do. Then maybe you'll know how you feel about it. <laughs> then maybe I will. I think I'll feel very good about it when I can buy mummified hawks. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> gross. <laughs> it feels like we learn something mind-blowing about octopuses pretty much every week. The closer scientists look at them, the more they realize that certain traits we think of as uniquely human, or at least uniquely mammalian, aren't actually all that unique. Now we can put one more on the list. A new study has confirmed the first ever observation of distinct sleep cycles in octopuses. In a recent experiment, a team led by Silvia Medeiros, a researcher at a university in Brazil, watched four octopuses while they slept. They recorded their sleep and paid careful attention to their bodies as they snoozed. To make sure the octopuses were actually sleeping, the team would check the octopus's arousal levels by showing it an image of a crab or by thumping on the glass. During these observations, the researchers saw what seemed to be two distinct stages of sleep. One, which the researchers dubbed quiet sleep, kind of looks like what you'd expect a sleeping octopus looks like. It stayed very still with its eyes narrowed to slits and its skin was pale. But after about 40 minutes of quiet sleep, the octopus would transition to active sleep. During active sleep, the octopus's skin began changing color and the animal began shifting around, swaying back and forth and moving its arms a little. It had an uncanny similarity to our own REM sleep, which is the sleep stage when we dream. All animals are known to sleep at some level. But only animals on our branch of the evolutionary tree are known to have distinct sleep stages. Well, until now, octopuses are distantly related enough to humans to rule out the possibility of inheriting this particular brand of sleep from a common ancestor. They must have evolved it independently. This further deepens the mystery of the evolution of sleep. 
It's obviously important enough to be maintained from our ancestors, but the fact that it could evolve independently means there must be something crucial about it. Now, this doesn't mean that octopuses can dream. In fact, we don't have any direct evidence that non-human animals actually dream. We might be convinced that our dogs are chasing dream rabbits, but confirming that is really difficult. The same goes for octopus dreams. But if they do dream, I wonder what they dream about. Yo, Ashley, let's recap today's takeaways. Sounds like fun. It will be. And we're going to start with the fact that our brains might be predisposed to see our vision as something that comes from the eye, like an invisible beam of motion. Maybe your six-year-old was onto something. Now, if only researchers could figure out why the floor is lava. I wonder if any ancient Greek philosophers wrote about that. Ooh, I'll look into it. And we learned that most of the unclaimed lost luggage in the U.S. ends up at one giant thrift store called the Unclaimed Baggage Center in Scottsboro, Alabama. It takes a while to get there since airlines have long processes for trying to find the owners of luggage. But once it's there, it's there. I wonder if anyone's ever lost their luggage on the way to visiting the Unclaimed Baggage Center. I mean, I guess I guess it'd be easier to find that way. Hmm. I definitely have a friend whose wife donated some of his baseball cards to a thrift store, and then he went to the thrift store and bought the baseball cards. Yeah, that's fair. My mom's friend lives in Alabama and has historically sent her Christmas gifts from this store, this unclaimed baggage place. Oh, I would go there all the time. I love thrift stores. Yeah, I mean, it's got really good stuff. See, this is... But the, the thing about this thrift store is it is it's stuff that people didn't mean to part with. Right. So it's not like outlasted its usefulness. It's like, oh, this is something you packed because you wanted to use it, which is sad. That is sad, but also very useful. Yeah. And we also learned that researchers discovered that octopuses have sleep stages just like humans. And that's a big deal because they're the first animal not part of our evolutionary tree that we know to have distinct sleep stages. They must have evolved it independently since they're too distantly related to humans to have gotten it from a common ancestor. So my question, do octopuses dream of underwater sheep? It's a good question. Cody, have you ever seen video of octopuses sleeping? I have because you sent it to me 14 times because you are so excited. <laughs> Octopus is changing color. It's the coolest thing. It is. It's so cool. <laughs> it's like it's like when we sleep, we just kind of twitch and mumble. And in my case, speak full sentences. But <laughs> but but an octopus, it's it's like you're watching a, a laser show. It's just like it's it's skin changes all these different colors. It's so cool. It's pretty cool. It's very technicolor, you could say. Yes. yes. All the colors of the rainbow. All That's right. red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo and violet. Mm hmm. Just like your T-shirts. He says, as he wears a black t-shirt, womp womp. Ugh, none of the colors of the rainbow. Nope. Today's writers were Grant Curran and Cameron Duke. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Fulfill your wildest dreams by joining us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.